Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Antes creía que no importaba manejar después de fumar marihuana. Creía que nadie lo notaría porque podía manejar bien. Mamá, soy Luis, me acaban de arrestar. ¿Por qué? ¿Qué pasó? No solo me arrestaron, perdí mi licencia de conducir, mi trabajo, mi orgullo y causé un gran dolor. Antes creía que no importaba manejar después de fumar marihuana, pero eso era antes. Hoy, ya no. Si te sientes diferente, manejas diferente. Drive high, get a DUI. Mensaje de Nitsa. everyone i'm alexa and i'm taylor and we are uncorked and unfiltered and we would like to remind you guys to please subscribe to our podcast and uh, if you want to give us a christmas present you can hit that five star on apple Podcasts and leave us a review um, and then you can also follow us on social media our instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our twitter is at uncorked podcast we would thoroughly appreciate it. I feel like I say that every single time. Because we would thoroughly appreciate it. Yeah, we really would. Yes, thank you. Um, but welcome, guys. We have a jam-packed podcast for you guys. Um, this week, uh, sorry, it's coming a little late. It's been a crazy week. But uh, the plus side of that is we have two Bachelorette episodes to go over. And one of them is Hometowns. Yeah. Um, we're going to get to that later tonight in the episode but i have to say i was very impressed with the way they did hometowns me too yeah for what they could do i think they did a good job i know agreed but okay yeah we are gonna go over that in a little bit but first mm -hmm. we're gonna go through our hot takes taylor start us off you have some uh housewife drama for us right I do. I have some Bravo drama and I'm going to apologize now because I am not a lawyer or an attorney or anything. <laughs> so if I screw something from this story up, my bad. Um, if you couldn't guess from my little intro there, it's about Erica Girardi and Tom Girardi's divorce. People are now really starting to question if the divorce is legit because a lot of fucked up shit is like kind of coming to light. Ooh, really? Uh, yeah. So December 2nd, so we're like a little bit behind on this one, but whatever. Um, it came out that Tom was being sued for embezzlement. According to the documents obtained by people, Tom and Erica are accused of embezzling settlement funds meant to help the families of plane crash victims on the Lion Air Flight 610. And they've been using the money um, to fund their lavish Beverly Hills lifestyle. The suit goes on to claim that the couple's impending divorce is a sham. <gasps> I know. I know. An actual quote from the document says, at the heart of this deception is defendant Girardi and his need to fund outrageous lifestyles for himself and his soon-to-be ex-wife, Erica Jane. Burn! Wow. Documents. I love it. They also claimed that... 
protecting their finances is the re- these documents claimed that protecting their finances is the reason for their recent divorce and that this incident is not the first attempt by Tom to hide and divert assets. So like he's kind of a sleazeball and like just when you think it can't get worse, Tom has been hit with another lawsuit. This one from his partner, Robert Keese. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, Rob. Um, in court documents obtained by people, again, we love you people, Keese and fellow business partners Robert Finnerty and Jill O'Callaghan are suing Tom to dissolve their venture known as 1126 Wilshire Partnership. Robert and Jill are alleging that Tom never paid them approximately $315,000 in income from the partnership and instead kept the money for himself. They further claim that he took out loans against the property without their knowledge for his own personal gain, benefit, and use. As a result, Keith, Finnerty, and O'Callaghan claim they each lost $442,500 in equity in addition to the $315,000 in lost earnings. According to the court documents, the trio is asking to dissolve the partnership and liquidate the assets and are asking to be paid the money they were previously owed as well as other compensation. Wow. Right? That is intense. Insane. Like, literally. So basically, any of the money that he won from cases and stuff like that, he used to make himself seem like he was one of the richest house husbands and like she was a loaded housewife. Because if you watch Beverly Hills, whenever they go on a trip or anything, she's flying her glam squad out. I'm pretty sure she spends like $40,000 a month just in like her lifestyle. Same. Right. Same. Seriously. So I guess he felt like he needed this money, but he was literally, he stole, he stole money from the victims of that plane crash. All the money that he won for them, he took it for himself. That's fucked up. Right? Like their families were all going to get, I guess, like when stuff like that happens, like the families get some money and he took it from them. Wow. He's evil. He is evil. That's insane. I'm loving the tea though. Like let this come to light. I mean, this is crazy. I know. And I think something else happened too with like the courts like called him in and said and demanded like $2 million or something from him. And he was like, no, sorry, I can't pay that. I was in the hospital or some shit. Like something weird right now is kind of in the mix or like it just dropped and I'm not 100% positive on it because it wasn't fully making sense to me. Again, not a lawyer, so I don't really know. But yeah, he they are in like financial ruin right now. Wow. Yeah. I mean, karma's a bitch. <laughs> I know. But people are saying, so when people say the divorce is a sham, they're saying like they're getting divorced. So Erica will keep all of the money. He'll put all of his money like in her name. And then he is being sued, but she's not. So he can... I guess, declare bankruptcy on himself or say he doesn't have the money because technically he doesn't because his wife got it all in the divorce. Oh my God. You're such an expert on this. I love this. I feel like I'm talking to a lawyer. Thank you. I got my law degree from Law & Order SVU. (laughs) (laughs) 
Definitely recommend that school. Uh, she'll give you a referral. <laughs> I 100% will. I highly recommend um, Olivia Benson. Ah, love her. I've heard of her. Yeah, she's great. Wow. That is crazy. Thank you for that update. I'm definitely looking forward to any more updates that come from that. I I definitely think there will be some because the way this is going, it's just doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. Damn. All right. Well, uh, I guess on to some other reality TV news. Um, The Kardashians are apparently coming to Hulu. Uh, They have announced that they signed a multi-year contract with Hulu um, no details though have really been provided for like what it will be about. Um, but the first project is set to be released later in 2021. So we'll see. I have a theory on this. Hit me. I love theories. Thank you. Okay. So you know how Kourtney Hart Kardashian has been hanging out with like Addison Rae a lot and they're like oh, best yeah. friends. Yeah. I swear. And like, I've read this on like blind items before and stuff, but like, they think it's almost like a part of some sort of contract where like people have said before that like the Ray family is being breaded as like a new generation of the, of a Kardashian type of like family. So they're saying that this pairing is almost like a business deal and it was to almost like shape her into becoming like the next like reality, like mega star. So like, I'm curious if this Hulu deal with Kardashian includes Addison Ray which, like, I would not be surprised if it does. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah. I mean, TikTok is the biggest thing right now, especially when it comes to, like, new, quote-unquote, celebrities. And Addison Ray is, like, the biggest of the biggest. Right. So, yeah. Huh. And it, it, they didn't really say what exactly they were going to be doing. It just said content. So. Right. Exactly. I could see it. Yeah. So. Interesting. That's my like theory. That you theory. heard it here first. Unfortunate unfiltered. Write it down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I guess we'll see what happens with that. But then like some other Kardashian news. So you've heard this stuff they've been saying about like Kim and Kanye, right? Yeah. Something's going on with them, I feel. Or like nothing's going on because apparently they don't even hang out, which is a little weird. I mean, sounds like a healthy marriage. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I've heard I've heard rumors as well that they're just not really together a lot, which I find interesting, but I don't know. I mean, where are you going? It's a pandemic. Right. But I mean, when you're billionaires, you have like 12 million houses, so you can kind of like, but I know it just seems like ever since Kanye kind of went off the deep end and went a little cray cray, I feel like she's like distanced herself from him and like, Mm -hmm. There's just been rumors that they're, like, still co-parenting, but, like, they just, like, really don't spend time together. But then it's almost, like, at this point, like, what is this marriage? Like, are you just holding on because you just don't want it to, like, be known that you're, like, divorced? But, like, right. you don't even hang out with each other. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you're not you're yeah. not together then. Like, yeah. yeah, by law, you're still married, but, like, not literally. Yeah, I feel like once you're, like, living in separate houses, it's, like, the lines get very blurred. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there's Kardashians are being quiet. And when the Kardashians are quiet, it's because shit's brewing. Right. I feel like with them, when there's smoke, there's fire. So, like, if a rumor is going around and they don't necessarily shut it down, they just kind of let it lie, it's usually true. Yeah. 
I agree. And they always need to stay relevant. They won't for long allow them to not be in the spotlight. I just think they are spectacular with their timing. So I'm sure something will come out soon because they always need to stay in like the headlines. Right. I think when things start dulling down, maybe after the holidays, because they announced that they're not having a big holiday party. So like that was their little spark then. So give it this winter and there will be some kind of announcement. Agreed. I think after the new year, maybe. Yeah. Again, you heard it here first. Uncorked, unfiltered. (laughs) Speaking of relationships and vacationing, did you see Dancing with the Stars, Chriselle and Keo are on vacation with Gleb and his new girlfriend? Bizarre. Bizarre. Number one, did not know Gleb had a new girlfriend. He moves on fucking quick. Number two, there's a pandemic. Why are you going on a group vacation? Number three, just why? Why? Why is any of this happening? It was the honestly the most insane PR stunt I'd ever seen in my life. Like it was crazy, crazy. Like, but it worked. I guess it worked because like now it's out there and it's done, and they moved on from it. But it was just so bizarre to me. Like, like there were just rumors about Chriselle and Gleb, like month ago not even and then, like, like you said like gloves are ready with this new chick on vacation with her obviously there's an overlap there like didn't the wife like just say she was divorcing him like two or three weeks ago like i know he already met another girl to go on a vacation with i'm sorry yeah, that's my thing i feel like that's pretty quick to go on a vacation with someone and it's not like you're going like in driving distance or something you're literally going to mexico like another country yeah they know they obviously have a relationship they know each other right this isn't their first second third or fourth date no so it's just weird it's it's very strange but it also furthers the fact that like he kind of is a slime ball yeah i mean it really just like puts the nail in the coffin for me i'm like yeah gross yeah i'm definitely over gleb yeah, and I also don't see the Chriselle and Keo thing. I don't I don't I don't either. I look at I look at them and I'm like, I don't see chemistry. I don't really see a connection. No. The only like and then like her captions are so cheesy. It's just like, so this is what happiness feels like. And it's just right. like, what? You're trying right. too hard. Too hard. I mean, you probably said that about your ex as well. So like You said you it about Gleb as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Gleb's room. Yeah, I have weird vibes about that. But again, I'm telling you, it's because she's got stuff brewing where I think she's trying to like really stay relevant. And yeah. Dancing with the Stars was like the most relevant thing going on with her right now. She's literally clinging on to that with her bare dead hands. Yeah, I agree. I wonder if they're filming another season of Selling Sunset. I know. Like, I'm so curious because I feel like now would be the time. I f- at least where we're from, the market's taking off. Like. It would be insane to watch something like that right now on TV. So what I know. is she doing? She's in Mexico. I know. Bitch. Come <laughs> Bitch, on. go sell a house. Literally. I know. I am curious. I do know that it's like really bad in California and LA right now. So mm. a lot of productions have shut down over there. I just read an article and it said one in 80 people have COVID. Wow. So it's like really going around there. It's like the the absolute worst over there. And I don't understand why. I'm like, what's going on? I don't get it either. I mean, is it okay, is this what New York was like in March? Or are they worse know. than New York? I haven't like looked at the numbers to see 
how they are. But like if New York was that bad in the beginning, I mean, it was the beginning and it hit us with like a ton of bricks. Like we've now been 10 months in. Right. They said yesterday, the 24 hour period was the most cases they had ever had in history. What are they doing over there? Put a fucking mask on. I know. Don't go outside. I don't understand. And also like the fact that like New York is obviously not flying colors because everywhere is hurting. But the fact that New York is so much better when like they have fucking cars over there and houses and like they're not as like right. I'm like, what are you doing? Literally, like I'm so confused. Not hating to any of our LA Cali people. I'm not over there. I don't know what's going on. I hope everything's well. It's just what I'm right. reading on the news, people. Not looking good. Right. Set an example. Wear a mask. Yeah, people. It's cool now. Hand sanitize. Wash your hands. I've been I've been a germaphobe psycho for years. Y'all should have just jumped on my bandwagon. I should have been the the normal, and everybody else that didn't really wash their hands or shit should have been weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say it, T. <sighs> Whatever. Anywho, <laughs> Lizzie McGuire's ending. Oh. Just more sad news. I saw that before, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" But I'm so sad. So, Hillary Duff posted on Insta really sad. Should I read it? Tell us what she said. Tell us what she said. Okay. So she goes, I have been so honored to have the character of Lizzie in my life. She has made such a lasting impact on many, including myself. To see the fans' loyalty and love for her to this day means so much to me. I know the efforts and conversations have been everywhere trying to make a reboot work, but sadly, and despite everyone's best efforts, it isn't going to happen. I want any reboot of Lizzie to be honest and authentic to who Lizzie would be today. It's what the character deserves. We can all take a moment to mourn the amazing woman she would have been and the adventures we would have taken with her. I'm very sad, but I promise everyone we tried our best and the stars just didn't align. Hey, now, this is what 2020's made of. That was the worst line I ever heard in my life. I cried. I was like, how dare she? (laughs) Why ruin a great song? I know. I'm sad. Me too. I'm sad. Me too. But there's some underlying tea, I think, in this message. You do? Yes. What do you think? I just think there was like hella creative differences. And that's why it's been such a struggle. I mean, everything is like so subtweety, this entire thing. Like, you know, like I want a reboot of Lizzie to be honest and authentic. It's what the character deserves. It's clearly showing that the reason why the show isn't happening is because the other creatives that aren't her want the show to be something that she is just like, no. And I think they're trying to saturate her probably, make it maybe super cheesy like Fuller House. And she's Mm -hmm. like, no, I want Lizzie to have a foursome. (sighs) Like she – honestly, that's what I'm getting from it. I just feel like – and I think she posted this to kind of put her foot down and be like, I'm done. I'm like going like we're gonna mourn this character. Like she fucking buried Lizzie McGuire. Like Lizzie McGuire is dead now. Mm Hmm. R.I.P. Let's have a funeral. I fully agree, and I do agree with what you said too. I I think I was reading the comments on the post because sometimes I just like love to do that. And people were saying like they probably just wanted it to be like the um, Boy Meets World recap or reboot, and the um that's so Raven reboot where didn't really appeal to like the the gener- the millennials I guess that grew up watching her and it and and that's true I wouldn't want to watch if like she was just a 
I don't know. If she was trying to be something super sappy, I wouldn't want to watch that this day. Like, I'm 27 years, 26. How old am I? You're 26. Thank you. I'm 26 years old. I don't want to watch Lizzie McGuire like it was. I want to watch her like she's my age. Yeah. And I think it probably is like, I'm proud of Hilary Duff. I freaking love her. Me too. She was like, I'm not probably at where she is in her career. She's like, I'm not about to do some like cheesy ass show Mm -hmm. and probably like waste if there's multiple seasons, like years of her life on something she doesn't want to do. So she probably was saying like, if we're going to do this, I want it to be like, you know, legit and like raw and ballsy. And then obviously the other people involved just weren't up for it. So I'm glad she put her foot down. Like, yeah, I'm sad, but like, I would rather there be no reboot than like you said, what they wanted it to be. I think then this is best. Yeah, I think I think she's really smart, to be honest. Me too. I think I, – I don't think she was easily put the role down and said, like, no, I'm just not going to do this. It's not working out. I think she probably struggled with the decision. But, yeah, there's no point wasting her life, like you said, on something that no one's really going to watch. Yeah. Like the seven-year-olds will watch it, but they don't know Lizzie McGuire. Like, we know Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, and she doesn't want to probably be, like, a – children tv show actor she's like no i want to do mature roles and so she's like i'm not going to dedicate time to this i'm proud of her she's becoming quite a businesswoman me too she's awesome hill we stand but all right on to the next we have the forbes highest paid celebrities of 2020 list some may shock you i was surprised by a few me too um i kind of just went over like the big ones and like the ones that like I said shocked me. Yeah. Was what I thought we should. Um so naturally Kylie Jenner was number one. Mm-hmm. Um at like a small five hundred ninety million. Like that's it. <laughs> Just a quick five hundred ninety mil. Just like almost six hundred mil, but you didn't quite make it there yet. So like do better next time. Do better. You're embarrassing us. You are so embarrassing. That's so much money. I I, I don't even know what I would do with that much money. I know. I don't think I could ever spend that much money in my entire life. I know. Neither. And then second place was Kanye West with a hundred and seventy million. So way to keep it in the family. It's fine. A bunch of sports players, like, followed after them. I love that how you wrote this in our doc. Other sports people followed. It's like, we don't care. Because, <laughs> like, it was a bunch of soccer players. I'm like, I don't even fucking know who you are. Cristiano right. Ronaldo, I know you, but Right. Congratulations. You have a ton of money. Go yeah. get it. Thanks for nothing. Right. Howard Stern came in eighth with $90 million. That one shocked me. That didn't shock me because I know how much his podcast made, and that's the future of Uncorked and Unfiltered. I would hope so. Howard, if you're listening. Please come on our show. Thank you. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Yeah, he makes so much money, and I just saw he signed another five-year contract with, like, Sirius. Oh, Um, shit. That's, like, some ridiculous amount of money. I think, like, $300 million or something. Well, must be nice. (laughs) (laughs) God. Okay. Next, we have to pay for our subscription. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next was The Rock came in 10th place with 87.5 million. Good for you. Not 88, though. I know. Come on. Come on, dude. Ellen came in 12th with 84 million. She has coronavirus. Wait, what? 
yeah, you didn't see that. It came out a few days ago. She was like, just like to everyone know, I am COVID positive. Oh my God. Is she okay? No one is safe. Um, I think she's fine. She's chilling. She just has it. Oh. Well, I mean, I haven't well. talked to her personally, but I'll text her. Yeah. Let me know what she says. Okay. Speedy recovery. Uh, Ariana Grande came in 17th with 72 million. Oof. <laughs> This one kind of surprised me. Ryan Reynolds came in 18th with 71.5 million. Wow, he's got money. Right? I didn't think he had that much. Blake Lively. We see you, girl. <laughs> wow, that is a lot of money. I know. I guess maybe because he has that um, alcohol. The gin. Yeah. Because he hasn't been in a movie in a while. So, like, what am I missing here? Right. We're missing something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, the Jonas Brothers came in 20th with 68.5 million. And my question is, do they split that three ways? Kevin has to get less. I'm sorry. He has to. 100%. Has to. Has to. And yeah, I mean, poor Kevin. He, he's so underrated. You know what? Maybe actually he did. Maybe when they came back, they made a deal where it's like, we're all dedicating our time just because right. he doesn't sing. He's still on the fucking stage and in every right. interview. So maybe they were like, let's split it. Did you see, though, Sophie Turner? I'm obsessed with her. She's amazing. She posted on her Instagram the other day. She was like, husband gave me the best early Christmas gift. And it's a T-shirt of Miley Cyrus. And it says, like, Hannah Montana. And it basically is, like, a picture of Miley Cyrus in every, like, phase of her life from like Hannah Montana to like crazy Miley different stages of crazy Miley it's amazing obsessed with it did you see Miley Cyrus reposted it no oh my god Sophie Turner must have freaked out I know I would I just think they're such a fun couple like they are I really think they're now the top for me that if they announced that they were separating I would be like upset yeah I would definitely agree with that they might not be my top but they're they're up there for me too yeah so don't break up. We're counting on you. We need you. Thanks. You have a child now. You're you're in, locked in, 18 years at least. Yes. Um, this one shocked me. Dr. Phil came in 22nd place with 65.5 million. Um, first question, number one, how? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super confused about that too. He, that man is overpaid, okay? Literally, what does he do? Also, like, what's he? I hope he has children to pass that money to because what is he spending that on? Right. Also, like, this may be a dumb question, but is he a real doctor? Do, I think does so. he have his doctor? Oh, wait, no, that's Dr. Oz. I don't know. Okay. I mean, Dr. Phil, help us out. We have a lot of questions for you. Yep. And your favorite, Taylor Swift, brought up the rear in 25th place <laughs> with 63.5 million. So spread the wealth, T Swift. Taylor, do better. Taylor, do better. You came in last, okay? You're poor. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) The disgusting part of this entire Forbes article is that the total for all of these celebrities, the one through 25, is about $6.1 billion. And that was a decrease from last year by about $200 million. Wow. I'm just, like, so unwell. I am so unwell. You know what's even more depressing, though? Like, Jeff Bezos has more than all of them combined. I might go throw up really quick. (laughs) You look sick. Um, 
what do you even do with all that money? I need to know. I, need I don't to know. know. I see like really depressing tweets about Jeff Bezos and like how like if he gave a million dollars a day, he would still be like a billionaire or something like that. Like it's crazy how much money that man has. I don't even know what I would do with all of that money. I think I would just like sleep in it at that point and just eat it. Right. That's what I'm saying. He could literally solve world hunger. Literally, put put a couple mil in Africa. Crazy. Like all the third world countries over there. I know. I know. Antes creía que no importaba manejar después de fumar marihuana. ¿Aló? Creía que nadie lo notaría porque podía manejar bien. Mamá, soy Luis, me acaban de arrestar. ¿Por qué? ¿Qué pasó? No solo me arrestaron, perdí mi licencia de conducir, mi trabajo, mi orgullo y causé un gran dolor. Antes creía que no importaba manejar después de fumar marihuana, pero eso era antes. Hoy, ya no. Si te sientes diferente, manejas diferente. Drive high, get a DUI. Mensaje de Nitsa. All right, well, that was depressing. Um, yeah, wow. So, speaking of Taylor Swift, some news from her on uh, December 10th, which was last week. She announced that she was doing another surprise album. It's her ninth studio album, um, and it's Folklore's sister record, which is called Evermore. Folklore came out in August, so uh, no one was expecting this for her to come out with an album mm. like a short, like four months later. Right. So yeah, it, like premiered at midnight, and um, yeah, it just has like 15 songs. Um, it's kind of has the same type of vibe as folklore. Um, she, I think, was really excited about this album because she said that um, usually each of her albums have kind of like a different vibe and it's like a different era of her career. Mm-hmm. But for the first time after she wrote folklore, she felt like she wasn't done. And she folklore was like woodsy. And she said like, instead of walking out of the woods, we walked further into the woods. You know, obviously listen to it. And it's awesome. Like it's it's such a fun like fall win- wintery vibe. It's so different from our other stuff. I do like folklore better than Evermore as of now. Um, but it's still an excellent album. And she's just like lyrically, it's just I don't know how she comes up with so many songs. I really I'm bewildered by it. Um, yeah. So of course. People are, just to give like a little bit of a theory, everyone's freaking out and they think that there is a third album that is going to come out, I guess, in like soonish, like maybe another four months. I think it's like kind of like a trilogy of these three albums because she's kind of laid a bunch of Easter eggs and like the fan, her fans are crazy and like look into it. Right. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she comes out with a third. I mean, She's making all of us look bad because in quarantine, she's now come out with like two studio albums that are like breaking records. And like, I, I had a bottle of wine tonight. So that's right. Nice. You're the same. You're the same. Thank you. Yeah. But um, I love her. She's so talented. She's so ambitious. And she said a lot of cute stuff about her boyfriend, Joe, and how he's co-written a lot of the songs with her and how he's actually introduced her to so many artists and like underground songs that she would have never discovered on her own, which is really cute because you would think someone like Taylor Swift is like the epitome of like music knowledge. And for her to say that like her actor boyfriend has actually like shown her so much. It's like, I mean, that's cute. And it sounds like he's inspired her in like many ways to maybe create this different type of like tone or 
that she's like been doing in these past two albums. And he's like co-written a lot of songs with her on these past two albums. So a couple goals. It's cute. Mm, that is so cute. Good for Tay Swift. She mm-hmm. deserves it. Yeah. And it was just announced today. She's performing at the Grammys. And who else? I just saw an article. Ah, uh, yeah. Harry Styles, Dua Lipa, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift set to perform wow. at the Grammys. That'll be a good performance. Yeah. Love Harry Styles. Mm, who doesn't? Cutie. Cutie. So, yeah. Uh, guys, that is our hot takes. I think we are going to jump right into I Roses. I think we should. Recaps. And refreshers. Yeah, because we have like, I mean, technically we have three episodes to get through, but I don't recall the one from last week. So we're just going to talk about the one from the other night, the yeah. two from the other night. Yeah. I mean, Ed left, Bennett left, then came back. There's your summary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you that want. That was beautiful. Thank you. All right. Let's get into it. Blake's date 101 ended with him going home, but yeah, but I mean, the I'm not crystals. surprised. I'm not surprised either. But the whole crystal thing oh, was weird. I was uncomfortable when, like, they had to look into each other's eyes. And mm-hmm. you could tell she was, like, get me out of here. Well, because she was sitting on his lap, too. Yeah. Like, was that just, was weird. I was just dying as, like, the lady is, like, you know, look into each other's eyes. Like, see your soul. Like, feel each other's emo- emotions. And then you have Tasha's voiceover. As I'm looking into his eyes, like, I feel nothing. And I realize <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> and that, then you go to Blake and he's like, I've never felt so good. And it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, it, like, hurts so good to watch that kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, really dark. But I felt like – so I guess that was their day date. She, did she send him home then, right? Yeah, she Pretty didn't like, even yeah. do the dinner. Right. <laughs> she was like, get out. <laughs> I just don't feel it, Blake. But I did feel like she was crying a lot for Blake, and I was not fully sure why. Me too. I, I, this is just a guess, but I'm thinking it's more of how uncomfortable and awkward she felt seeing how she was like, no, and he was so shocked. I would imagine that's mm-hmm. like a very uncomfortable situation to be in. And like, she probably doesn't want to hurt these guys and especially seeing how this like guy that she clearly had like no feelings for whatsoever was so like kind of hurt. Yeah. It probably made her just feel like emotional in some way where she's just like, this is uncomfortable. Like, I don't like this. Yeah. Agreed. I guess. Yeah. And then like when she, so like after that date ended, Blake was sent home. Cry, cry, Blake. <laughs> um, she went back into like the guys like seating area and asked for Riley. And, like, I knew. I, I knew the minute she was like, Riley, can we go talk? I was like, he's going home. I know. I, was, I felt like – I was so bummed. Me too. I was bummed too. Like, yes, I didn't necessarily see it with them. No. But, like, what a sweetheart. Like, right. And, like, I understand why she cried when she put him in the limo. Mm-hmm. Because what he was saying, he was like, the more I look at you, the more I see your smile. Like, the more pain I feel. I was I like – Oh my God. Like I understand why she cried for him because she hurt him. And like, I mean, you're going to hurt, you're going to hurt some people. You can't date them all. Can't marry them all. Yeah. I just feel like (sighs) sending him home before the rose ceremony, I felt like was kind of a blow. I don't know why, 
but I do. Like, you kept Bennett for the rose ceremony. You should have just told Bennett to fuck off the minute he came back. Like, let's be real. He was He's a Harvard douchebag. Noah says it best. Mm-hmm. But, like, keeping him and keeping Noah around for the rose ceremony when you knew you were going to send them home too, it doesn't make sense to me. Why did you... Why didn't you... I guess maybe because she wanted to have a conversation with Riley before sending him home. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, or maybe... Maybe she didn't know which guy she was going to take to hometowns, but she for sure knew it wasn't Riley. So maybe she was just like, I'm already having a shitty day. Let me just also send him home since I'm already in some type of mood where like I'm getting clarity on like what guys I for sure know I'm not like there with. Right. Um, I agree though. It's like, why not just like let him hang on? Yeah. You got to single him out like that. But yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a little harsh on Tasha's end, but I guess I guess it gave him a conversation. So, yeah, I don't know. He's cute. I really hope he finds love. Me too. But then when I was watching it, I was like, if she keeps Bennett, I will fucking riot. Like that's insane. It's so I was happy. She even yeah, she even allowed him in the rose ceremony. <laughs> the fact that she even entertained him when he came back, I was like, dude. Really? Look at this sleaze ball. He thinks he's like the best thing since sliced bread and he fucking sucks. I know. When he sat down on the couch and like touched Zach's shoulder and Zach was like, Why are you touching me? <laughs> I was oh like, that's amazing. God. I died. I died. <laughs> I thought that was great too. So yeah, so then she, the rose – I mean, this episode was kind of, like, short. This episode really was only an hour because then the men tell-all was another hour. So it was the rose ceremony, and then she sent Noah and Bennett home as well. So the f- top four were Brendan, Zach, Ivan, and Ben. And then the tell-all – I personally thought the tell-all was very lame. Like, if I had known it was going to be that mellow, I honestly would have just went to bed. It was right. stupid. Not even all the guys were there. They were trying to talk about the Ed and Chasen drama, and Chasen was not there. So, I was so like, that's ha- stupid. Yeah. We're getting Ed's side, and that's it. I don't even like Ed. I don't care about his side at all. Um, The only thing that was, like, really worth repeating on the podcast was Yosef. TBT to when Yosef decided to, like, scream at claire because she had them play naked dodgeball or whatever it was yep um he all the guys were kind of like yelling at him and like telling him how like disrespectful he was being and how it was horrible especially because he wasn't even on the date like he never should have talked to claire like that and he had zero remorse like not even a drop chris harrison literally said if someone talked to your daughter like that like wouldn't you be upset and he goes i would be fine i would want someone to put her in her place ew ew and then chris harrison gross okay um i'm gonna give you like one more chance here because you really are not making yourself look good at all like you're coming across really poorly right now and he still didn't care he still was like no this is how i feel like i don't think what i said was wrong i don't think Anything I did was wrong. I have no regrets. So, in conclusion, Yosef is a psychopath and no one should ever date him. He should die alone. I like that. Um, Thank you. And I agree with that. He is evil, gross, undeserving, and 
good. Keep showing your true colors. I really yeah. hope they don't even bring him on like a Bachelor in Paradise. Like he's that much of a douche. Like he's not yeah. even like a fake villain at this point. Like Bennett is a fake villain. Yeah. Like this guy is just straight up a dick. I don't want to yeah. see him ever again. Yeah. I guess they only brought him on this tell-all to like try to give him a second chance oh, yeah. kind of thing. But he I could have redeemed himself. He, he could have said like, I watching it back, I was so embarrassed by my actions yeah. and like used the daughter and said like, I would never, you know, like, yeah. but no, he just didn't care. No, he didn't care at all. So I, I would hope after that they, they will never bring him back to anything because that was disgusting. I hope so. Yeah. But ensued to the hometowns. They were great. They were so great. I, for once, even though we've been making fun of, like, the producers and the dates they've been coming up with, I thought it was so cute. So, obviously, since they couldn't fly to each of their hometowns, Chris Harrison said to them, like, during the day, come up with a date with, like, that is somewhat, you know, connected to your town and, like, make it familiar to try and show her, like, what it's like to be in your town. And the guys, I think, all killed it. They all did a good job. I agree. So uh, first up, Brandon. That was cute because he set up like a little carnival day and then his niece came and it was a cute date and his niece is adorable. And like I really saw some sort of different dynamic where I almost – I pictured them as like a little family and like Mm -hmm. them having kids. And I was like, cute. Like, Yeah. um, I just felt like all in all it went pretty well. His brother and wife were there, and the brother seems, you know, super intelligent and was very, like, you know, Tatisha, like, you've been divorced, too, so you know, like, how important, you know, this is, but he, she seemed to get all of their approvals. I am nervous about Brandon. I'm getting vibes. He's really not, not vibing with, like, proposing. Okay. I honestly do, too, and- even like as I watched the rest of like the hometowns and the dates and stuff, I felt like she clicked more with better people. Like, I don't know. I just didn't see the chemistry. I feel like it's a little bit of like an infatuation thing going with them. I don't necessarily feel it deep. Yeah. I feel like she's holding on to like things that she clicked with him and is like kind of using them to make it a bigger deal than they are. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really see, like, Mm -hmm. I don't see them like getting married and like them being madly in love with each other. I see that they have a cute thing going, but he's hella holding back on his end. And like, just her be so confident and like him be like, eh, it's kind of getting old. Yeah. And I do wonder too, if it's like what he was her first one-on-one, right? Uh-huh. So I wonder if she's holding on to, like, the small connection that they had when all of that started. And I just feel like she's progressed so much more with Zach C, especially, um, than him. Like, I think he's still not – I don't know. He's not my top anymore. He yeah. was for a while. But he was. Zach, Zach's my top, for sure. Zach's my top. Ivan's my number two. So let's Agreed. go to Zach. Our favorite. Our fave. I also don't know if I like him a lot because he's from New Jersey. It could be it, but we hate a lot of people from New Jersey, so I think it's genuine. That's fair. Um, I loved his date, the New York City. I thought that was so cute. Um, 
how they like rode in the taxi like throughout and sat in Central Park and you know all of that I, I loved that um I think he was probably the most thankful on the entire date when he got to jump in the fountain because I've never seen someone sweat from their earlobes <laughs> before <laughs> dripping like actual water coming off of his ears it was gross I I, I good for Tasha for I can't imagine what it smelled like. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, it was gross. I mean, I feel bad for them. They're in Palm Springs in the middle of the summer. But it's like, yeah. can't they figure something out? Because, like, the sweat is intense. And, like, do they even have AC on inside? Because even when everyone's inside, they're sweating. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess not. I, I guess maybe the AC broke in the resort that week. I have no idea. Yeah. But I thought Zach... And Zach's family and Tasha hit it off pretty well. I think the brother was a little bit hesitant, which I thought was strange. Yeah, he was kind of being that like bad cop type of vibe. He was like, So, how do you feel with the rest of them? And she's like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, You didn't answer my question. And yeah. Like, All right, dude. Like, you yeah. know how the fucking show goes. Okay. Yeah. She's not, and when she was like, I don't talk about the other relationships, that's awkward. Like, yeah, you can't focus on that. I think everyone knows at the end of the day, there's only going to be one. So you just got to focus on your own relationship and hope that yours is the strongest. Like, he knows what he signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. I think that put me off a little bit on the brother. I was kind of like, dude, stop grilling her. She's not going to answer you. Trust yeah. me. Like, but calm their down. chemistry, it's insane. Is insane. Like, and I was saying this to Taylor before, like, look, I love Zach. I think he's cute, but he's obviously not like drop dead gorgeous, but you can tell the way she looks at him and kisses him. Like she wants to take his clothes off. So, you know, like that connection is real. Yeah. Like she, she, they just have a spark and a connection definitely is my top, mm-hmm. top guy at this point. Some would say the connection is stronger than Claire and Dale's. I don't know. It 100% <laughs> Honestly, Ed and Tasha's connection was stronger than Clarendale's. Retweet. Yeah. Um, I love them. I think they're so cute. Yeah. My bet would be him as well, but we will yeah. see. I could see it. Uh, Ivan is my second, though. And okay. His they're date, cute together. They are. They really – I mean, his date was like a glimpse into real life, which I liked. And she, I think his date was her favorite. She literally kept yeah. saying, she was like, I am so happy. She was like, yeah. this is amazing. Like just drinking champagne and like cooking. Like I was watching it and I turned to Matt. We were like eating dinner or watching it. And I was just like, this is like my perfect date. He was like, this is like what you do every time I cook. You like stand next to me with like a glass of wine. You're like, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, you could tell she was really happy. And yeah. It's just like, I feel like he's so genuine. Like yeah. what you see is what you get with him. And he he's such a sweetheart. I do think he's a yeah. little reserved for her in general. I would agree. I think there's something that – I think they click great. I think – I just don't know if I see like the physical sparks like I do with Agreed. Zach and her. Yeah. It seems very like this person's great this person's awesome. I could see a future with this person, but I don't want to rip their clothes off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, which is a bummer because the whole date was adorable and when like he kept wanting his brother to be there and his brother walked oh, in, uh, I like almost cried. I didn't, but I thought I about almost it for did. A I got like goosebumps cuz 
I mean, so it was cute. it was so cute. You can tell that their bond is something special, and they've yeah. been through a lot. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, so adorable. Mm-hmm. But on to the last, uh, Ben, Ben, Ben. Fucking Ben, man. I don't know. Okay, his sis. So his day date was. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Venice Beach. Lex and I have a very personal story with Venice Beach. What you saw on that date was not accurate. It's not accurate, people. Okay. It's fine. It's, uh, when we went to Venice Beach, we, um, got all of our stuff locked in a van when we had surfing lessons. And in had November. To pay, in November. Had to pay $50 for towels and we're stuck in the freezing cold, uh, for about an hour and a half and a homeless man threw trash at us. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what Venice Beach Ben goes to, but that one seems a lot nicer than Must the one we were at. I would like to know what Venice Beach that is, Ben. <laughs> um, obviously, you're just staying in some bougie little, like, rooftop bar. You're not actually yeah. going on the ground. Like yeah. us peasants. Yeah. Come hang with us, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give that, you an uh, hour. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, then his sister and his, like, family friend were there and – I'm I'm over him. Okay. Spoiler alert. He went home because he fucking shit the bed. Like, for the second time. I'm sorry, but for the second time. It's so stupid how he was just like – he was like – I, her, um, his family friend was like, do you love her? And he was like, I don't know. She's like, no, you do. And he was like, oh, I do. And then yeah. he's like, you have to tell her. And then he doesn't tell her. And, and then he didn't. And the, what has she been saying about you the whole time, Ben? She has been saying that she likes you, but she feels like she can't fully trust you because your guard is up and that's hard to like like someone who you feel like you're not getting all of them. Right. Like this was your chance, dude. If you told her how you feel, this you probably he, he probably would have gotten a rose, I think. I don't know who else would have gone home in his replacement. But I really think she was done with his shit and, like, everyone mm-hmm. else opened up and she felt something and then she was like, I'm tired of, like, pushing this along. I agree. I – it's like I feel bad because I get it saying I love you to someone's probably really hard, especially when they're dating four other people or whatever it is. But at the same time, like, you're on The Bachelorette. Like, you knew signing up that, like, you were going to have to tell someone you love them at some point. and. I I don't know. I feel like when someone says, do you love her? And his first response was, I don't think so. It's like, okay, then you don't. So yeah. you should probably just go home. Like yeah. it, you're talking to a family friend. You'd think you'd be so comfortable that if she was to say, do you love her? You would turn around and be like, a hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. I just haven't told her yet. I haven't had the right time. But he literally was like, I don't know. And then she was like, no, you do. It's like, Someone else shouldn't be telling you that you love someone. Like, you should either feel it or you don't. Yeah. I feel like. I agree. I just, I don't buy his shit anymore. I've completely done with it. Cause, like you said, like, it was just, then he doesn't say it. And, like, she sends him home and he was about to walk to the car. And she was like, Can we talk? And he was like, Yeah. And he doesn't tell her shit. And then as soon as he gets, as he gets into the limo, He's like, I wanted her to be my wife. I wanted her to be the mother of my children. I'm in love with her. Does she not know this? How the fuck would she know that, Ben? How would she know yeah. that? She's not a mind reader. Like, 
if you were really upset that she was sending you home and you made it this far and you really are in love with her, don't you think when she sat down to try and have a, it was almost like she was giving him a chance. Oh, 100%. Almost like, you know, and like wanting him to say like, I'm terrible at this. This is scary, but I am in love with you. I see something with you. And he just yeah. didn't say anything. And you could tell by her face she wanted to punch him. She was yeah. like, all right, bye. I mean, he even was saying like, I'll be okay. Like, I'm sad, but I'll be okay. Yeah. I'm like, shut okay. up. <laughs> yeah, literally. I would have been like, okay, then just leave. I don't even know why I'm having this conversation with you. Like, if you're going to be okay, bye. I know. Like, I felt bad for her. I feel like she felt really stupid in that moment. I agree. I'm not – I was – I feel like Ben got a lot of hype and it's confusing because he was so open about like other huge traumatic things in his life that had happened, but he can't say three words. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. I don't get, yeah. I don't think he's emotionally available. Yeah. It's just interesting to me. And like, I think he's a good guy. I think he's gone through a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just Tasha deserves better than that. And I'm glad that she finally nipped it in the butt. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. I think I think Brandon will be home next. And I think the top two will be Ivan and Zach. Yeah. I don't yeah. I my gut is something because I know the bachelorette and it usually towards the end some shit happens. I think something might happen with Brandon. What like do you mean? he might tell her. Like, he's made it very clear to not her that he's not really ready to propose. Right. I could feel them having a conversation or something and him saying, like, I don't think I'm there. Because remember the teaser where he was like, I'm getting a lot of anxiety and, like, um, he was like, I'm really nervous and stuff. Like, I think he might have a freak out. Like, he could leave. I could say it. But I also saw something – doesn't something, like, kind of dramatic happen with Zach, too, in the teaser? Yeah. I mean, typical Zach, you know? Right, he cheated on his sixth-grade girlfriend or whatever it was. Don't believe that. Don't uh, believe that for a second. <laughs> it was liar. his 26-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, um, Yeah, I don't know. I just – I don't see it with Brandon, but I still see her obsessed with him. So I think something has to happen where she lets him go. I feel like she's kind of clinging on to him for some reason, but yeah. I could be wrong. No, I agree. I don't know. I think fantasy suites are going to tell us a lot. I know. And – who was the one freaking out about that? It was Brandon, right? Where he was like, probably. Like in the preview, he was like, I don't feel comfortable that she's like with a guy, you know, tonight, staying up all night with him as she is with me. And it's like, do you remember what you signed up for, dude? Like, I know. Do they not read the rules? This was like Maddie confused. last year with um, Maddie? Madison with Pilot Pete. Oh my God. Yes. How did I forget about her? Because she's old news but like how she had like a freak out and she was just like no yeah it's like what did you expect like what did you think was gonna happen yeah yeah didn't maddie say like if you sleep with them i'm out or some shit yeah okay yep read the fine print honey yep 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 so yeah um that's (sighs) two episodes next week mondays and tuesday so pumped i can't wait it's been a really good season i agree we are uh in the midst of a snowstorm so uh if you're in the tri-state area stay safe guys um for real (laughs) and um we hope you enjoyed this podcast if you did 
Make sure to hit that subscribe button and um, to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and to follow us on social media uh, from our Bachelorette memes. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is at uncork underscore podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. But drink lots and lots of wine. Bye, guys. the time to finish up your holiday shopping at Macy's One Day Sale, where you'll find deals of the day priced so low you don't need a coupon. It's getting chilly outside, so snuggle up with 70% off Charter Club sheets and bedding, 60% off winter coats for her, and the perfect head-to-toe look for him with 60% off men's styles. Plus, it's time to spend your Macy's money online and in stores, starting tomorrow at Macy's. For details, visit macy's.com slash macy's money. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Antes creía que no importaba manejar después de fumar marihuana. ¿Aló? Creía que nadie lo notaría porque podía manejar bien. Mamá, soy Luis, me acaban de arrestar. ¿Por qué? ¿Qué pasó? No solo me arrestaron, perdí mi licencia de conducir, mi trabajo, mi orgullo y causé un gran dolor. Antes creía que no importaba manejar después de fumar marihuana, pero eso era antes. Hoy, ya no. Si te sientes diferente, manejas diferente. Drive high, get a DUI. Mensaje de Nitsam.